Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Right? Uh-huh. I don't know about y'all, but I think it's about time to get jiggy with another super docket. Yeah, that's right. Tonight on Fly Casual, we are going to be talking about all the crap we've been watching. And uh, close listeners will know that we released a glut of stuff all at once. So you know tonight's Super Docket is going to have some wide coverage. So stick around and get jiggy with another episode of Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! It's 11.32 p.m. Eastern oh, Daylight Time. Oh, Is it daylight or standard? Daylight. Eastern Daylight Time, and I have just cracked open a second Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Spark, Yeah, I'm, which means I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble tonight, y'all. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I am. Oh. I am. I'm drinking the pink. Drinking <laughs> the pink. Okay. It's tasty, man. Pink in the drink? Yeah. Drank Mike was pink. saying He's earlier. Pink in the pink. Uh, earlier, we went Hank to the gas the station, and I grabbed, uh, I, I said, let's go to the gas station that's got the Zero Sugar Spark going on, and Mike was saying that he thinks that Zero Sugar Spark is the reincarnation of that blue crap they came out with back yes. when they did the... Baja Blast? No, it was no not Baja, Baja Blast. Blast is urinal cake flavor at Taco Bell. Mm, what was the one so that they delicious. went with? They, this is probably so 10 code, years ago. Like, yeah, Code Red happened. Yes. Code and Red. then they said, oh, man, people like flavors of Mountain Dew. So they said, we're going to do a contest for yes. the next one. Right. And it was sp- live it was Live Wire, which is like orange and cotton candy. The white one. Yeah, the, oh, White Out. White Cloud or something. White Out. White, white Mountain Dew White Out. And then the blue one. The blue one, right. And then the, they had a purple one. Which was, oh, yeah, no, White Out was different. White Out came after. It was okay. blue, purple, and live wire. And the the See, purple remember, one was like Mountain Dew Black or something like that. Yeah. yeah okay. Black. So I remember at one to, what they were trying to do, because Code Red was the kind of the cherry flavor. Right. And, and then and, they did. And, it, and people loved it. People and, went nuts. And they were oh, trying oh, to do the, the white sugar. and the blue. And that was supposed way to be much. complete. But the they bomb. had a diet version, and that's what Mike got addicted to. Yeah, it did. But they were trying to do the bomb pop thing, you know, from when you were a kid, from the the yeah. ice cream man. Oh, I didn't think They're doing about that. red, white, and blue. They're doing the and that. That's... If you mix them, does it taste like that? <laughs> does it taste like one that melted? Well, all three of those yeah. are have distinct flavors. I did and like. I the... believe the blue was the raspberry. It was like a blue raspberry lemonadey right. flavor, right. and this spark is like a red it's raspberry lemonade. Pink, flavor. but and I don't know what blue raspberry even is because that's not a thing that exists in real life. So. I, I this one of those things like okay, but it does exist. It was only in the last few years that I learned that bubble gum flavor is strawberry and mint. Oh, did I you know had, that? I thought no, it was uh-huh. banana. No, traditional bubble gum flavors. I I see where you get that though, like the old fashioned like Filipino banana flavor before the Cavendish <laughs> banana happened. Yeah, banana before we killed off that Everything whole breed of bananas banana. in the Western Hemisphere. Suck <laughs> it. But USA! Yeah, candy. By the way, those you don't know, uh, the candy flavor of banana actually tastes like real bananas, just not the real bananas you can buy in the Western Hemisphere anymore. They're like only grown in the Philippines because we grew them all from one strand, and so a disease wiped them out completely. Uncle John's it's like bathroom. Potatoes. Meeting. Potatoes are that have a thing like that. Yeah, when uh, they had the Irish famine. Remember yeah, that? You wouldn't. Yeah, I wasn't around, but 
<laughs> all the potatoes are the same uh, strand of potato. Made them all extra susceptible to the blight. I had no idea. Does and that potato no like, longer exist? English are like, F you. And then they starved to death. And yeah. Does, is that potato like gone, wiped from history? Or is that like, is there know. like a... Yeah, I don't know I mean, either. the blight wasn't everywhere. So yeah. I do, it's out there looking for the right remaining though. I do I love know. a nice uh, a nice Idaho like uh, russet I like uh, your red, red taters, your 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 yellow ones that I can't remember the names of. All potatoes have their place. Uh, gold potatoes, whatever. Yukon gold is that it? Yukon gold, that's it. Yeah, dude. I love me taters. I'm gonna tell you what though, red roasted potatoes with some Oil seasoned and mash salt. Put them in a stew. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Potatoes. Potato. That's how we roll. That's how we do. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Fly casual episode three forty one. Yeah, that's right. It's a super docket episode, and I don't know why, but I'm more jazzed for this super docket than I have been for the last several super dockets. I know why. Must have something really good. I now honestly, like, okay, Mike knows kind of what one of the things I want to talk about. I got a couple things on that I'm excited to talk about tonight, but like, Uh I don't know. I just feel like we had so much stuff that came out all at once that I'm kind of. Even though we've been recording semi regularly, I feel like for some reason we have a bunch shored up. Even though we we totally recorded two weeks ago a docket, I still I feel like we're like we're somehow coming back, like we're redropping. We're coming out with a brand new docket. We're like mm-hmm. you know we're like Radiohead releasing a free album on the internet just to cut it too. Yeah, that's what it is. Like suck it, Metallica. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. us. Metallica you sucks, me. man. I hate them. Yeah, Wait, suck it, Mike. They made me give up my Napster. That's true. I'll never forgive them for <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Where's my Morpheus <laughs> and Kazaa? They're mute. I'll never be able to download their music for free anymore. <laughs> That's right. Instead, I can just open up any service I want and listen to whatever I want for free. Yeah. And have an occasional commercial for supporting Black Lives Matter. So ultimately, they because they were doing that, this had spawned those services. That's I mean, honestly, so you really have to give it up for Metallica. You do I? Hmm. For pushing that. Uh, did you for, notice for how all their songs are sound exactly direction. the same? Did you guys notice that? <laughs> all, every single one of their songs are indistinguishable. If Mike other. wasn't currently watching TikToks, a vein would be popping out of his forehead. I'm not. I'm actually trying to find some new. They're not even that talented. They're not, I, they, they barely know how to play their instruments. I mean... <laughs> uh, well, that's a stretch. Wow. I think <laughs> like, James Hetfield taught me how to play guitar. You know, it's funny. Like, obviously, the the Free Jack days of Napster, Morpheus, Kazaa, LimeWire, all that were a definite response to the fact that the industry was not evolving as quickly as technology, and so consumers pretty much, and some, you know, uh, some enterprising young hacksaws <laughs> decided to take things into Is their that, own hands. Yeah, it was that dude from NSYNC that did it? Yeah, dude. Yeah, straight up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we Justin, saw the movie. We JT, know. JT, baby. <laughs> it was Justin Timberlake's fault. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, they said, you know what? Your service sucks. Going out and, like, the whole thing of, like, buying an album that is bu- that more often than not was just a bunch of singles smashed together and you had two good ones and four or five bad ones because mm-hmm. most albums were not, like, a full album musical experience. Some were. Except Some, Jagged Little Pill. That was a... Right. Like there were some albums out there that were actually like you were supposed to ideally listen to the whole album through and it takes you on like a trip, a musical trip. But most weren't, especially a lot of the big name artists. So 
we said, screw that. We're going to just take everything for free. And the music industry had to evolve. I don't know if I'm going to credit Metallica with that. No. Just because they went so happy. I think. Oh, I, I'm quite crediting it for that. I, <laughs> they didn't try. The thing of it that. is, everybody yeah. likes to bag on Metallica, but the truth is mm-hmm. they did it because the little guys couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, they weren't wrong in what they did. No. I, I could never make Being that Being a musician point. and having releases of our own and stuff. I understand that at least on some level. Right. And the, the little guys didn't have the resources to be able to sue. And because I mean, let's just let uh, the, the music industry has changed so much over the last 20 years mm-hmm. that I mean, because it was forced to before, because it was forced, not to, because it, they were enterprising about right. it. But um, I mean, these contracts now, basically artists don't make money on their music nope. anymore. It's impossible. So they have to tour. Yeah. And touring is expensive. Yeah. And, you know, so if you almost have to become one of those bands that you're out literally every summer and you're working it and you're, you know, and, yeah. and when it's not summer here, you're touring, you know, in South America or you're, you know, or yep. Australia or something. I mean, it's, it's a grind to even eke it a living out at it. And I'm talking artists that you think of as very successful. You oh, know? yeah. No, just there because are, you sell a million albums doesn't mean you're making a living. Very out famous it. people with <laughs> modest, you know, lifestyles. Yes. Yeah. As be, a result. I think you would be shocked to see how some of these guys live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they're the guys that go out, they go home on the weekend and cut their grass. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's, they're not Hell living yeah. lavish lifestyles. I mean, that's I'm not talking the Kanye's or the Metallica's say, and all I'll that say, stuff. I, you know, I just imagine you know Jesus is sitting there <laughs> yeah, right. on a riding <laughs> mower. I was gonna say he's not oh, pushing. Man. That needs to be a that needs to be a TV show or something. Pete Davidson coming out pulling <laughs> yeah. the bags off the bag. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh. Now that's the that kind of work. topical we don't often get to. But after all the after all the ro- Chris Rock slap. Uh, last week, it just feels right to go into Kanye and Pete Davidson this week. Kanye and Pete, why not? Fly casual, Star Magazine edition. Kids are going to have to start calling Pete right. stepdaddy. Yeah. Or step We're going to be as big as TMZ know. here if we keep this up. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> Woo! All we need to do is have a lot of people on the street on contract harassing famous people. <laughs> we'll, right. be, we'll have that TMZ money rolling I could in. do that. I believe you could. I believe you could. Speaking One of the Metallica people's name is Lars. What the hell kind of name is that? <laughs> He's European. Is that what he is? That really? He is. Uh, really? That makes sense. <laughs> really? Hey, everybody. I'm your base proprietor, Mr. Carthy Wilson. Over there is Mike. Hello. Over there, Master Control, Stephen J. Howie. Hello. And over there, Cross Pond, down a few is Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Enter Sandman. More like Enter Suck Man. Oh, snap! <laughs> Got him! He Suck him, Metallica! Got him. <laughs> Got him! I, uh, I don't like Metallica. Oh, really? I do. I know you <laughs> love them. They're your favorites. Well, not... They're up there. They're not my favorite. I mean, there's like I mean, one Inter or two Sandman, Metallica songs that I'm like, that's a good song. Enter Sandman's like, pretty freaking... Right! Amazing. Right. But like overall, I mean, they're not like, they're not a green day. <laughs> no, nobody's for an offspring. <laughs> the music. I, I mean, I rank them about as high as like Stone Temple the, Pilots uh, tops. Hey. The music. <laughs> hey. <laughs> there is a musicality difference. 
between Green Day. <laughs> I know. I did that. And I did that so intentionally because of the plausibility of the claim I was making and how insulting the claim I was making at the same oh, time. Now yes. you're doing it. <laughs> no, truth be told, I mean, even in the heavy metal world, Metallica's kind of known as kind of trash metal. They're bubblegum. Bubblegum metal. Well, <laughs> they're pop metal. The newer stuff is. The old stuff is pretty heavy, but it's still pretty. It's not. It's not as precise as some of those yeah, other bands I, and honestly, of that era. But then you got baby metal. Yeah, yeah baby metal's way better. If I'm yeah. being, I mean, honestly, if I'm 100% on the table, that's the number one reason that I don't love Metallica or I'm not into Metallica is because their music to me just sounded like a lot of noise. Like, it makes me feel mm-hmm. like sure. I'm Huey Lewis in Back to the Future. I'm afraid you're too, di- too damn loud, you know? <laughs> sure. Like, mm-hmm. I just... It didn't scratch it, but yeah, like how to Howie's point, there's a few songs where it's like, oh damn, this is yeah top notch. They're yeah, their '90s stuff is pretty yeah radio friendly. Whereas Green Day, like every song is consistently catchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, that's a real band, Billy like. Joe. Name Green two Day. songs off American Idiot. <laughs> Everybody can American name one. Idiot. American Idiot. <laughs> All right, you're halfway there. <laughs> uh, living on a prayer. Is there the Wake me when September, September ends. Yeah, <laughs> is that I don't know? Idiot. Is that on there? I don't know. Could be whatever. But hey, uh, Mike. Yeah. We have any news today? Yes, news. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys. Oh, Boulevard I, of Broken Dreams, right? Boulevard of Broken Dreams. There you go. That one. There's your second. Did one. I get? Did I do it? I don't know. You guys have any news? I I couldn't find anything. We we covered the Chris. And Will Ob One was pushed back to Friday instead yep. of Wednesday. Uh, Is yeah, that news? That happened. That's news. There Moon Moon Knight's out now. Right? Theoretically, they pushed back Ob One to release two episodes at once instead of yep. just one. They episode. are releasing two at once. Which, thank God, I feel like I wish they would do that with every new action series that they have on the Disney Plus. Bo- Book these, of Boba Fett could have definitely used. Are it. these Ob Ones going to be? Do you guys know? Are they going to be like twenty minute episodes or forty minute episodes? They better not be 20 minute. I hate that crap. Like that 23 minute bull crap. It feels like, especially if this Obi-Wan series is going to be a, like a one-off. Yeah. Like one season done. They almost need to be. And I longer. feel like there's, I might've said this a couple weeks ago. I feel like episodic movie like content is becoming a cool new norm, mm-hmm. but I often criticize Hollywood writers for not recognizing the challenge they face in a new thing. Like, you know, a lot of Hollywood writers like typically we bag on them. They come into it like an existing property and they just don't bother learn anything in it, learning anything about that property. Star Trek Picard, <clears throat> but I <laughs> got him. Um, I think there's a bigger issue now where the landscape is changing fast and dramatically. Mm-hmm. And we're doing 23 to 26 minute episodes with cliffhangers at the end of every episode. Yeah. And I, or 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 not or we just literally just stop in the middle of a story and I it ain't good so if you're gonna do stop in the middle of the story or you're gonna do big cliffhangers you got to give me a good forty seven minutes mm-hmm. to sink my teeth into yeah. otherwise I'm gonna start going back to I'm gonna go back to what uh, we need to give it like a new phenomenon like this na- a name to the new phenomenon which is restricted like exclusively not watching something until it's done so you can binge it. Sure, right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, Netflix right. doesn't have this problem. Uh, they're starting to pull back. They are a little bit, thing. but traditionally they drop everything, so it doesn't. 
you didn't even detect if the writing was weak in this regard because it didn't matter. Yeah. They are still doing the binging thing. I'm trying to mostly of uh, Amazon. Well, oh, it, was, it was Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. A- with, Amazon's uh, gone kind of. Yeah. Because they're only releasing a couple at a time. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I think that I would. I'm glad that Disney's holding back to release at least two episodes at once. I get it. Water cooler talks great. But mm-hmm. you know what? It yeah, also especially to launch that series. Did they did they, I can't remember. Did they do that with Wanda? Did they release two in a row? They did, didn't they? Yeah, the first two the first episodes two. of Wanda yeah. came out, which was great because you needed that. You needed it because even at the end of that, you didn't know what the hell was going on. Right. Mm-hmm. But at least it gave you two different styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh yeah, yeah, probably the right move there. Yeah. But then yeah. yeah, you're right. The Moon Knight came out. Yes. We can talk about it now rather As, than uh, waste anybody's docket on a single episode because that's all that's out at the time. Yeah, of this right. Recording. I mean there's uh, so you you've seen it? Who, I watched Derek, it. Have you seen it? I watched. I finished that yep. episode while you were in my driveway in your van. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I watched it. That was okay. good. So it I was mean, good. Okay. I would say uh, general impressions. It's general. Cinematically, it is absolutely movie quality. Really? There there are some oh, Disney yeah. series where you can see that it's not quite film quality. Yeah. Cinematically, I believe it's one hundred percent movie quality. Like Eternals can suck it. Like. <laughs> this is completely movie quality for, show. Yeah, for the first episode, it was the least Marvel feeling. Yes, one really? of all of them. Yeah, yes, complete deviation from anything they've done so far. Like, uh, what if Marvel and Memento had a baby? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, Memento. Yeah. Memento is that Guy Pierce movie where he's like he going through time stuff. backwards because he he has a no short term memory. So he like carves like messages into his body. So because every time he sleeps, he forgets everything. Mm-hmm. Very similar concept. It's it, and they don't waste any time. Very quickly, you realize that Oscar Isaac's character here um, has an issue with something happens when he sleeps. At first, you're like, oh, is he Mike Birbiglia and he sleepwalks a lot? And I think he thinks <laughs> that's what the problem is. Yeah. But I mean, you're not ten minutes in before you're like, oh, this is worse than that though. Mm-hmm. And so there's, but the fun part is. It's not just that there's another personality that's taken over at night. There's like two. <laughs> like <Maybe> there's more. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe more. But through first step, you're like, okay, there's two personalities and another entity, and we don't even know which one's the you know the the right one, the original one. Like there's a lot of question marks. Even I mean, and the the hero that you've seen, you know, the look of Moon Knight that you mm-hmm. see in the trailers doesn't reveal itself to the last shot of the episode, mm-hmm. which normally would piss me off, which is why I like getting two episodes. Sure, right. But it was a chaotic and interesting romp, and Ethan Hawke makes me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I saw him in some uh, um, promo stuff, and He's looking aged. It's like he, but it, it seems like good <laughs> casting so far. Yeah, he's got he's got a couple scenes. I like Ethan Hawke. I've I don't know that I've ever disliked him in anything, mm-hmm. and just in general, I like his style. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, the Explorers guys <laughs> with <laughs> the tilt a whirl. <laughs> you know, speaking of the series and and something that we've not experienced before in Marvel, um, I did read something that you might find a little disappointing. Oh, no. Um, apparently, there are whispers. Again, this is just whispers. Um, that Daniel Radcliffe playing Wolverine? No. Not, not Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> yes. There are Wolverine. people petitioning for that, and I'm I okay know, with it. Time. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm like, whatever. 
But no, that the She-Hawk series is behind closed doors. I, it's still everything's on track and everything, but there's don't, a don't. general feeling that it's um, in trouble. And oh, no. the reason being... This is the easiest is one. So, Law and order plus ass kicking. That's all you need. <laughs> they're saying that it's so different. They're afraid that it's going to... Of everything else that they've ever done. Who that, cares? That, that people aren't going to... WandaVision was though like honest to God this is all I want I want her to get into court and argue with people like she's freaking Sam Watterson or Sam Watterson right and then I want her to like literally beat someone up that's it what I'm hearing is that this is gonna be more like a comedy so hmm. here's why I'm not surprised by what you're saying the promo stuff with like their 70 retros feel and stuff mm -hmm. it seems like they've got like a huge sense of humor about this show mm -hmm. which i do believe is the wrong direction but that little bit of taste on the tip of the tongue was already there and i would i may still enjoy it a lot yeah i, I don't take yeah, she hulk not, that seriously well, I, me, me either yeah. i mean and it was the 80s and, and i'm you know me i, I mean with TV, I'm like, this is your chance to like explore a yeah. lot of different things. Go so nuts. If yeah, I'm like, why not go for it? You know, Loki but was like pretty comedy heavy there. too. Yeah, it was comedy heavy and great. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm not terrified by that because it's still going to be part of the MCU, the shared universe, and all that. But honestly, at minimum, you're going to have the character. <laughs> I'm going to have yeah. the giant death by snoo snoo green lady, and that's really all I need. Yeah, I know, they should take risks. I mean, yeah, agree. This Marvel trailer that just came out looked like it's way different. Like, yeah, it's right. not something I would imagine ever happening. So I'm kind of excited. Yeah, I'm kind yeah. of well. In She Hulk, of I, all the characters, you don't have to deal with cosmic heavy bullcrap, right? You don't have to deal with um, like a character who's got like the rage issues that Bruce mm -hmm. Banner has. Right. So you've got um, like, what are you going to do? Jessica Jones again? Right. Yeah. I mean, you might as well just make her put her in. I mean, the lady literally has to go appear before a judge green. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be some awkwardness right. to it. I'm right. like, I'm I'm OK. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm still looking forward to it. I love She-Hulk from such a weird angle. Cause that's the vehicle to get my boy Matt Murdock back in the yeah well, brother. I that's well, what I was get thinking. Him. Get too. some more Maddie up in here. Right. Yeah, oh, son. My I am allowing my eleven year old to watch Daredevil. Yeah, you were you said this the other night, didn't you? Yeah, she's loving it. Yeah, really. She really, really. Mm -hmm. Part of it's just because she knows she's been allowed to watch something she shouldn't be watching. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but anyway, anyway. We have any other news? No, that's all we had for news. All right, that means time to talk about some docker. Docking, dock, rocking the docking. Doc, doc. This song is better than anything Metallica has made. Wow! Thank you. I guess. Yeah. I. I'm gonna compliment. I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna take it as. At least I'm better than Metallica, which is better compliment than I would expect. It's going to be hard to be worse, but you can try. I'm going first because we've talked about it already, and I want to get it out of the way. I finished 1883. Yeah. Yeah, you oh. did. Yes, I did. did you? I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> so, Garrick, I'm going to talk directly to you because I know you're not going to watch oh, Yellowstone because you hate Kevin Costner. I do. Oh, He's convince him, dude. You got you to <clears throat> do this. Well, I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, there's redheaded boobies and stuff. So what? Wait, what? Yeah, there's a redhead, lots of redhead boobies and butt in Yellowstone. But hmm. 1883. I don't think you need to watch first Yellowstone. Off, first off, there's all. no Kevin Costner. Let's no Kevin Costner okay. at all. There you go. All right. All right. That should be all, all right. you need to know. Um, all right. And all right. so it is a it is a prequel by many years, in fact, to Yellowstone. But you don't oh, have yeah. to know anything no. about Yellowstone. Not one thing. Not one inch. It, you can. It, it is. There is not. There is almost nothing at all in the show that makes you go, "Oh, I see." Like there's a little. But Gar- you don't, Garrick's a history guy, right? Yeah, but I'm talking about relating it to the Yellowstone show. I know. Yeah. But as sort of like an Oregon Trail kind of a program on its own, one and done, one season, that's it, it's over. Mm-hmm. This is one of the best casted shows I've ever watched in the history of my life. And it Man. starts off slow. It does not indulge you at all. It's like, all right, this is a one and done. So you stick with me. And when it's done, we're done. You're going to be glad. Yeah, exactly. Does and it end with the eruption of Krakatoa? That's what I want It to know. does not end with the eruption <laughs> of Krakatoa. And, and I'm, there was a lot of Kinda death, out. but I'm not sure anyone died of dysentery. So if you're a fan of the game, uh, Oregon Trail. What about wasn't snakes? The dysentery? What, 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 oh, they were dying of the smallpox. Yeah, there was some, yeah. <laughs> oh, but well, the, 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 the cool dynamics of this show between the people who are like settlers of like the American ex, ex, you know, veterans and foreigners, you know, immigrants, yeah, right. and the Native Americans mm-hmm. of different flavors mm-hmm. that they run into through the territories. It this show is a really neat tool. It's it is it is absolutely educational. Yes, and if and watching it through to the end, it's incredibly emotionally like. It's a very yeah. It's a very. Um compelling story but yes on top of it like you're alluding to just the historical value of it to really i mean because it gives you a I perspective think, you don't get like, he's like okay yeah white people and red people didn't like each other and like right. no this show's like no we're going with local whites right we're going with angry veteran whites right we're going with german whites mm-hmm. and we're gonna go with all kinds lakota of indians tribes. we're gonna go with uh uh, right. uh comanche indians right. we're gonna you know and then the dudes who are like the cow dudes who are different from the dudes who mm-hmm. lead the people dudes and right. that all the different social dynamics just within this one like Oregon Trail kind of mm-hmm. Texas to Oregon story. Right. It's like Taylor Sheridan is a madman. He's a madman and all nine of his damn shows that he's doing for <laughs> Paramount right now. Probably and, deservedly show. Well, and deservedly yeah. so. And he, he is the new M. Night Shyamalan in terms of showing up and sticking out like a sore thumb <laughs> yeah. in his own shows. Pops into his own shows. Yeah. Do, I, do I know him from something? Uh, no, because you haven't watched his Yellowstone. He's got another show that I don't yeah, remember. I don't anything? know what it that is. That predates either. Yellowstone, I think. Is but he an actor, director, or is he just director? He's, he's the writer, showrunner, and also gives but himself he does very, act. He does very act masturbatory parts of the yeah, shows. But right. but they're, but he's still fun. Like, sure. It's enjoyable. It's very, it's like, and here's Taylor Sheridan, <laughs> but he's cool enough to get away with it. Here's the thing, too. We were talking about this a little bit earlier with when eight, when you guys first brought up 1883, and actually I had seen a couple of commercials on the web, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. That's the uh, thing. Faith Hill and Tim McGraw as like lead characters. I was like, yeah, what? Like, what? They're married we're, in real yeah, life. and they're country singers. Uh, and, uh, uh, oh, 
my yeah, God. I could not have. I I was not prepared for what I actually saw. On so screen. I was like, in the 90s, I thought Faith Hill was hot. And mm-hmm. I don't remember Faith Hill since then, right? She's still a pretty woman. I'm not a country music fan. So yeah. no, I had no, the, all I knew back then is that Faith them. Hill and the You Don't Impress Me Much chick were hot. <laughs> and then Tim McGraw, I didn't care at all. Yeah, I, I want Tim McGraw to win every TV award <laughs> that they make now. And hey, I was right about Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye, y'all. I nailed that. Oscars <laughs> awarded. I'm telling you, Tim McGraw deserves it all right now. And Faith Hill was amazing too. She like was. when you take right. a real life married couple and who aren't traditionally known as actors, right. and you stick them into something that is so specific, like oh, I don't know, set in 1883, it there it could fall apart yeah. in so right. many ways. But right. oh, and the differences between them two. Yeah, and the I dynamic mean, you, you between feel like their the real life could bleed into the show, and make it weird and awkward, and, and not, it does not. If you never told me it was Faith Hill and you never told me Tim McGraw, right. I would not have known. I would be like, yeah. "Who are these amazing?" Probably, well, here's the thing. Yeah, if had I not known going in, yeah, I wouldn't even known that was Tim McGraw. I, oh no, I that beard looks like you're yeah. gonna know who's yeah, under that I, thing. No, I, mean, I, I wouldn't would, recognize Faith Hill either. I w- well, I would have. I, I think I would have. Okay. She'd have been the only one. So they both were amazing. And the thing that sucks is I've I was saying earlier, I feel like Tim McGraw's the kind of dude, guy who's like, Well, we did that. Well, let's go do something else. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no, no. I know we're not gonna get eighteen eighty four. Like no, I know no, that no. we're already we're looking done, at nineteen thirty three or whatever. Yeah, the next one supposedly is the next one, right? Different cast time entirely. Period, right. Different time period. But like I want more Faith Hill and Tim McGraw mm-hmm. in genre programming together they were that good yeah and And also literally everyone else in the show yeah i i don't think there was a week well i mean we talked about uh, the kind of the almost the the lead character the ingenue isabel may i can't remember her um, character name in the show elsa elsa the blonde hair should and the braid should tip you off (laughs) there you go oh yeah blonde hair braid named elsa yeah Yeah. um she by the way she's gonna be a star man oh yeah i mean this girl i was saying she's the new jennifer lawrence yeah easily let it go yes did she really uh (laughs) yes is the answer (laughs) <laughs> I mean, if there was a weak link, we talked about some of her, some of her, no, so, her draw I didn't, and, and I don't, the way she yeah. speaks was a little. There were some narration heavy. scenes. Taylor, Taylor Sheridan <laughs> likes to wax poetic sometimes, and there are scenes sometimes. where she's like narrating as if reading from a journal. And I complained because that's the only time I needed the subtitles turned on because the way they recorded her, she has no consonants. So she just and and I was like, all right, subtitles yeah. on. Well, I have no idea what the hell. And I had no trouble with it. I didn't no, either. I'm deaf as a post, and so if the sibilant sounds are quiet, I don't know what's going on. But the rest of the show, yeah, not at all. No. And I don't blame her at all for that. She was. Well, she was I don't know the actress name. She's phenomenal. Isabel May. Isabel May. Yeah, remember Isabel the name because I think she's. I really think she's going to be a star. Yeah. I don't see how she couldn't be yeah. after, unless she just chooses. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> which could mm-hmm. be. Who knows? Nowadays. Yeah, but if she doesn't, I mean, she keep her shit together. Let's there put it that was way. <laughs> no part of this show where you weren't completely into yeah. believing right. every. And she goes she's through pretty the much most the evolution lead. of everybody. I was gonna say she's pretty much the lead character in the show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The so. story is about her, right? And uh, but yeah, I mean. The, oh, Sam Elliott was Sam, Sam Elliott. Elliott. Oh my! He just showed up to be Sam Elliott, and that was the right call. Let's just that's what he does. Well, first off, yeah, Sam Elliott was Sam Elliott, but Barulo. just to, I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm giving too much away. I mean, literally, the first scene that you see in the show is Sam Elliott, and he's in this house, and you realize he's laying next to his daughter who has died. Yeah, 
and his wife who has died of smallpox. Yeah. And I mean, and it's I mean, it's just it's just yeah, horrifically gut wrenching because I mean, this is 1883 Everything in the show. They are literally people traveling across the wilderness. Right. And, and it's dying. not going to go well. Well, and it's <laughs> and dying of things that are just so curable and are like a, oh, a yeah. non thing nowadays. Well, right? dude, one of the most emotionally moving moments for the show didn't even have to do with that death. It was dropping the piano in the middle of the field. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, I almost oh. bawled my eyes I, me out. Me, too. I forgot about that scene. But because yes. the, they, all these immigrants, <laughs> they have too much heavy stuff. Right. And eventually, it weighs them down. Well, yeah, and, and they're getting ready to cross the river. And they're getting ready to cross the river. And Sam Elliott's like, going to leave all this crap behind. Well, it's around. kind of funny. Like, they didn't realize. They had no idea how rough it was going to well, be. Well, I mean, Sam Elliott and the, the other guys didn't realize that they actually had all this stuff. Stupid stuff. Because they had it all in their wagons, yeah. which sounds ridiculous. But they had all this massively heavy stuff, like a piano. Yeah, it was like, it was like some special harpsichord piano. I don't remember the name of it exactly, but it's like, you know, European one-of-a-kind kind I mean, of a thing. But this guy, I mean, this guy, his living well, that's is what he's a musician. He does. That's he's why he has value, right? and he has to leave it behind and, and be nobody. Tr- and they're, yeah, and they're, he's trying to, you know, Sam Elliott's like, you can't take this, and they're like, he's pulling him aside, no, you don't understand. Yeah, like, this, this is, is this, this is my whole life. life. Yeah. You know, this you're <laughs> ripping his soul. And this is no. like a dude who doesn't even speak English. <laughs> no, no, he's no, such no. a minor <laughs> character. You don't understand. <laughs> you won't cross the river yes. if this is in your... <laughs> you, you will die. <laughs> and so, yeah, they just leave all their furniture and stuff laying just in a field. In and a field. then the cowboys who are, like, herding their little bit of cattle, they hire a couple guys to herd the cattle for them. They ride up, and Elsa, who's kind of turning into a tomboy cowboy herself, mm-hmm. she sits down and lets herself be her former self Right. And starts oh playing oh. the piano, and these two cowboys who are like, at this point, for all you know, they're just going to rape every woman they see. You, and you, the show makes you go, I don't know. With every character you meet, right. I don't know if this person is lawless sure. or not. Right. These guys sit there and are just staring at her, practically tearing up, but they don't have to show that because you're tearing up. It's as a gorgeous movie. scene. It's amazing. <laughs> you're in the middle of a plane in the middle of Oklahoma yeah, or just something. out in the middle of the grass. No, they're still in Texas there's a girl in Texas. Yeah, whatever. it was still yeah, Texas. Uh, yeah, girl in the middle of the plains playing a piano and cowboys are watching her. It's it's, it's an pretty incredible, incredible <laughs> ride, that show. And yeah, by the end, Tim McGraw has proven that everyone else is a bad actor. Everyone in the world. <laughs> except like, for Sam, the heck? Except Tim for McGraw. Sam Elliott, who <laughs> plays Sam Elliott. Who plays Sam Elliott. And he, he's amazing Especially at playing Kevin Sam Costner. Elliott. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, aside from Kevin Costner, I'm sorry. No, Gary. he's no. I said especially Kevin. Espe- Costner. Oh, yeah. makes him look even more terrible. Yeah, no, like the Metallica of actors. Like seriously, <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna stop. It's gonna be all night. <laughs> as much my theme for the show. Well, as much as I it. like Kevin Costner, who has a long string of westerns, successful right. westerns under his belt, <laughs> Tim McGraw just ate his damn lunch. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, Tim McGraw was amazing. But by the way, uh, Garrick's face is the Metallica of faces. So. Dang! Oh. Wow! Oh snap! You know, wow! Lion, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, Tim McGraw wins so everything. To cover most of it up. So that's a lot about Taylor Sheridan. I'm going to shut up now because it's too much, and there's going to be so many more Taylor Sheridan shows coming up. So, Garrick, uh, your face aside, what's on your docket? Well, boys. <laughs> Howie, because he's a man. Well, boys, oh, and Howie. Yeah, yeah. I see. Howie. Yeah, I watched a show on the old HBO. Max? I'm sorry. 
The HBO Max. You still have, you still pay for that? E- yes. <laughs> Let's go with yes on that. Let's do it. So I, I uh, had never heard of the show, and it popped up somewhere. I don't know. I saw someone talking about it. I'm like I'll check that out because I was very interested in the cast. Ooh. So let me read you some of these cast members. I do got, love a good cast. Got me some uh, Danny McBride. Ooh, I do. Lo- oh, I know what show this got, is. Got Adam Devine. Yep. Yep. John Goodman. I know why you're John watching Goodman. this show. <laughs> Walter Goggins. Walter Goggins. Yeah. So uh show's called Righteous Gemstones. Have you heard it's, of the Righteous Gemstones? Yep. Guys? No. It's, a, it's listed as a dark comedy slash crime. It looks drama. funny. It is. It, yeah, it so, is. <laughs> Have you seen it? I have seen two episodes. Okay. My so wife like, and I, uh, Kathy saw the, she saw the cast and had to watch it. And I was like, really? I'm on board yeah. right away. Yeah. So I guess the, the premise is, uh, there's a family called the, the gemstones and, uh, John Goodman's the patriarch of the family. And he's like, a what a mega church pastor. And he's got his two sons and a daughter who live on this massive estate. Yeah. Uh, it's so it, it's obviously a Danny McBride production. Yeah. Oh, it reeks of it. <laughs> Cause he, it, it, it edges that point of being over the top, but kind of reins it in just before it gets there to make it enjoyable. Well, and Adam Devine's opinion. perfect for that too. Like it oh, plugs Adam, in perfectly to his style. Adam Devine's the youngest son and he's like a, a youth pastor, which is hilarious because he dresses like a youth pastor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And not not a Spider-Man f- youth pastor, but yeah. <laughs> no, he's got this friend and he's my favorite character in the whole show. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he was an ex Satan worshiper. So like <laughs> he has like tattoos of six, six, six and an upside down cross and all these satanic symbols all over his chest. But he's like this really soft spoken kind of dumb guy. He might be the most faithful person on the show. <laughs> yeah, he's, it's the best. He's, he's the one guy that, uh, that, Adam Devine's character has saved in his entire career or something. And so he follows him around like a little puppy dog. Uh, but yeah, it, it almost sets up uh, the gemstones, especially uh, the main uh, John Goodman's character is kind of almost like a crime boss. Yeah. <laughs> not, it, not a crime boss, but like a, a more like a superstore, I guess would be a, a better. Well, it's, it, it is kind of like a, a pseudo, like what if, you know, a religious mafia, yeah, but one that is very much like just barely held together by a loose it's thread. Kinda, it's kind of like they're mixing together that and like Walmart moving into small towns and pushing out all the the small yeah. the the mom and pop stores. Yeah, which in this case it's the mom and pop churches. Mm-hmm. And so he like puts churches in in malls where people go, and then the little churches start losing members to the big church, and he yep. and he's they're tremendously wealthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they own this massive estate with all these mansions on. Who's it. who's the focus on the family guy in real life? What's his name? James Dobson. Dobson. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look at him as like sort of like no, uh, John Goodman. Is like, if you took Dobson and Joel Osteen and divided by two, oh, it's like Jim Baker. Yeah, yeah. Jim well, he, but he's more. Sto- Jim Baker's kind of like kind of wussy, you know, kind of weak. Like you, you. I look at it like. You've got to be flashier than Dobson or who was the even the older guy that used to be like the guy who oh, took over for the Bakers. Billy. Uh, Billy uh, oh, the guy. I was thinking that. What's that guy who did all the 
giant revival things. Yeah. Billy Graham. Billy Graham? No, not even oh, Billy no, Graham. No, but no, yeah, no. Any, I mean, anyway, go That's watch a... Eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the old stoic mixed with also the the rich and flashy of the new. Yeah. Like he, he, I don't think there is a John Goodman-like character, but his personality in the show is more like the old stoic yeah, but yet he's, he's got this crazy, wild, rich family and stuff. He's, he's got a darker side, too, that yeah. you learn later on. And the reason I, you know, compare him to Jim Baker, I guess, is because the way they on their giant estate, they have like an amusement park and all this other stuff. And that's exactly how that's exactly uh, the Baker Heritage USA was set up. Yep. And, Cause I used to live right there and went there all the time. You did? So, <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. I, when I lived in Charlotte, cause uh, heritage USA, I think it was in South Carolina on the Northern tip. Holy crap. Right, right outside of Charlotte. And I used to go there all the time. I, we have so, never discussed <laughs> this and there will be more discussion about yeah, it. So that, <laughs> that brought back a lot of, a lot of memories, <laughs> but uh, yeah, everybody in the show is terrible. And I think they're supposed <laughs> yeah. to be, except, except, uh, his the uh, John Goodman's character's wife has passed away some years back, and she's the only person I would consider like moral or good in the show, which I think is on purpose. Right. And I'll tell you why, because Danny McBride's mother was like a Baptist minister who taught children with puppets. Oh, so basically. <laughs> wow, they are pulling it all from the actual people. Yeah, because well, Danny McBride created the show, and I think he put that character in as kind of an homage to his mother. And of course, he's and Tammy Faye. To, yeah, and well, yeah, she, she started with the puppets. Yep, that's right. They all did back then. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you haven't got to there, but season I've gone through season two, and Adam Devine's character is probably my favorite. Oh, he just how does he not steal? every show like <laughs> honestly I, I think kathy wanted to watch the show because she recognized him just from the few episodes of modern family he was in like there's always this throughout <coughs> the, this shows i episodes i've seen there's always this like he's got this homoerotic like almost thing going on almost. almost it's 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 it's, it's exactly and this is where it hits really close to home <laughs> yeah it is so realistically almost but never quite there yeah, the second season he uh, maybe I'll spoil it I guess, but he gets he starts a new uh, what like church thing mm -hmm. where he just gets a bunch of really muscly guys and <laughs> calls and they, they like train all day and long for the Lord. <laughs> so he's like constantly surrounded by half naked like giant muscular dudes that are all oiled up and stuff, and it's a it like really starts to push the envelope now, i mean le and, and like let me clarify like this show sounds like it's just mocking religion relentlessly mm, yeah and and like i think i would be a, a maybe slightly more sensitive to that it doesn't it doesn't it it it, yeah. it is very uh, danny mcbride deserves some credit for finding a way to walk that line it, it makes fun of a certain type of not religion profiteers yeah yeah profiteers yeah. exactly well, and, and it does it yeah, without, just, much like the eyes of tammy Faye, the movie did <laughs> it does it without being too preachy or too uh dismissive yeah because it's all over the top so you're not supposed to take it seriously so, oh no but yeah. the, well <laughs> it has john goodman in it yeah heck yeah i mean 
Dude, he's, he's the head of the HVAC yeah. department at Greendale. I mean, he, come on. Mm-hmm. He's a national treasure in my book. Yeah. And uh, anything he's in, I, I, you know, I find it. The common isn't. I mean, though. he's just he's great. Yeah. Did you get to the the Walter Goggins character? No, I don't think I have. Okay. I'm I'm actually kind of weirded out. He he plays um, uh, John Goodman's wife's brother. Oh. And he's like, they made they put him in all this old man makeup, and he looks straight out of like Jim Baker era, uh, mega preacher. Oh, like he's got man. this white hair. He's got these giant fake teeth. Well, he's always got giant teeth, no matter what. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They call him Baby Billy Freeman. <laughs> Baby <laughs> Billy, Baby Billy. That's like his is uh, I don't know nickname. Or yeah, whatever, but he is fantastic, dude. <laughs> I, that he's becoming one of my favorite character actors, which is funny because the unicorn he just plays such a normal guy in that show, but in everything else he plays some crazy character. Yeah, he's he's worth he's almost worth it just for him too. <laughs> and John I'm a- Goodman. I'm excited that you're watching this because, yeah, we watched two episodes and we haven't picked it up since. But now that I know that I can talk about it with somebody, I'm going to probably get back into it. Yeah. Because also I mean, everybody needs a little more comedy in their life. Yeah. It gets real dark at some point and you just kind of laugh because it's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, yeah man. Check it out. Yeah, stuff. we'll do. Mighty Gemstones on the HBO Max. Righteous Gemstones. Righteous gem, Not the Mighty Mighty Gems. Mighty Mighty Gem mighty, Boss. Gem Tones. Yes. Yeah. Howie, quit picking your teeth and tell me what's up off that docket. Uh, well, pretty much Garrick's mom. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's always on my Got her. Yep. He's like yep. the Metallica of moms. <laughs> For you. You can't say I can't yeah. say that. No. She's a Royce. Royal, yeah, I want to send this to your mom. She's the Bentley of moms to us. I don't know. Uh, maybe a Camry. <laughs> Come on, hey, reliable. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> but nothing to write home about. <laughs> it gets you from point A to point B. Exactly. Wait a minute. Depends on what you're like looking for. Really. Might, might sputter out and need some time to cool off. A little water. Hey, yeah, I'll better check your Carfax. <laughs> but in the end, if it gets you from A to B. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm okay. Howie Doggett. Uh, all right. So, um, you know, it's just kind of, <laughs> you, know, you got a Heineken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> got a Heine. Uh, so I've been watching some series. I mean, well, I, I've talked about some series like severance. I've been watching. So I'm still watching that. Ooh, uh, did you see this week's? Yeah. It's Holy it's shit. getting really good. Getting I yelled really, at the ending. Really good. I was so pissed. It is good. I know because. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, they don't. I don't, but I look forward to knowing. Um, but uh, you know, I watch. I just I've been watching some stuff I've already talked about in in previous like new seasons like Hannah. Um, I, uh, I can't think of anything off top of my head. So it's like nothing really exciting for me to like bring up and like, Oh, this is something um, that I haven't talked about, but uh, something that I have been doing. You can talk about how we recorded late. Cause you were stuck at Lowe's. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been getting more into woodworking. Uh-huh. Uh, there you go. Uh, so cool right, time, tool time, cool time, tool time. I spent a decent amount of money on a couple new power tools. 
Ooh, yeah, like a table saw and a new miter saw so we've, I can saw things. We've officially reached that age where it's time to go, all right, Harbor Freight Tools, you've done me good, yep. but it's time to get real. Yeah. and uh, Unless you're Garrick and we have to find the like people who built his house tools up on top of the foundation yeah, so he can repair his cable. All these tools? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, eventually, Garrick. a butter knife and a hammer. Eventually, Garrick. And tinfoil. You will get into the space okay. and you'll Duck be like, table. what have I been missing? I don't believe that's true. I don't either. There's so much more anime he has yet to watch. No, I got to put my money where it belongs. I think he'll anime. do more building in Minecraft yeah. than he will in real life. Oh, no, that's so, me. <laughs> yeah. So the current project I'm working on is I'm actually doing a built-in entertainment center for our living room. And uh, having a, I'm finding out that this is just relaxing for me. See, that's important, man. Yeah, I'm out there. I try to do a little bit every night. Not necessarily every night, but I try to um, and just make a little bit of progress. Yes. I'm out there. Small goals. Cutting, you know, cutting pieces that I need and and just it's taking my time and it's just so relaxing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, of course, I get to a point where I'm like, well, I really need to have a stand for my miter saw because it's hurting my back picking this thing up and down so then <laughs> i deviate from my project to work on a sub project so yep. i can continue working on the main project yep uh that's how you get yourself yeah <laughs> but i'm also kind of like eh, oh, this is relaxing and well this like once fun. you like the cool thing about that is like okay perfect example your table saw sled yeah. I have wanted to make a sled for my table saw for years I've made and years. Two sleds now. Two sled. You son of a. Anyway, uh, be, you know, I want to make a miter sled. sled so that I can but cut an angle consistently mm-hmm. and easily, yeah. right? Without having like I've got a couple like mitering rails and stuff, like mitering gauges yeah. for my table saw. But you're still at the mercy of its steadiness and stuff like that. And you know, I don't want to get into like two D, but sled is you just make a thing that you're the thing you want to cut just sits on holy and it holds it, and you just nyeh, there's your cut, perfect angle. And then you go down the hill. You, you yep. <laughs> but like Whoosh. the thing is, Whee! you're you're using a tool. You're using maybe several tools to make a tool to help you use the tools better. And there is there's a, there's making a project. Like making something you need like bookshelves, yeah, or like just even like a hack together thing, like the stupid plywood thing that holds our mixing board over there, right? <laughs> Which we like hack together in what like an hour. Well, I think you did all this. Man. Yeah, it was like an hour tops, and um, and it is it is really hacked together. But when you make a tool to help you make the things better, that feeling yeah. is like yes. Yeah. Yes, I have made. I've not only made a thing. I've made a thing that's going to make all future things a little better. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like my little tool rack that I just made because I just bought on, into a new battery system <laughs> rack. Right. I I made it so that I could hang all of my battery tools upside down without the batteries in them, so I can just grab them easily and I have a place to get them up out of the way, hanging so they're not just laying around. Mm-hmm. And that was such a stupid hack together project with a, like a, a Brad nailer and wood glue. And it's, it's ugly as sin, but when they're all hanging up, they're pretty maids all in a row. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, this is going to make me more efficient. And that yeah. even something that dumb, which is not as cool as a miter sled or like, you know, getting your table saw or your miter saw nice and flush. Yeah. Or the, or a table saw sled. I mean, like, it's just like, yes, progress. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. it feels good. Yeah, and you know, I, I, I say I'm getting into woodworking, and that can mean a lot of things to different people. Mm-hmm. Like some people, you like okay, woodworking, putting up, you know, making cabinets or making you know bookshelves. And other people think of woodworking as like these fine, intricate, detailed, you know, sculptures, basically, you like know, crap, like master crafty. craftsman yeah. stuff. Um, like and there's people frame. and then there's woodworking like your dad who's like, you know, I just want my garage to be twice as big and yeah. then just what's, does it. Yeah. Adds on where you find a, a piece of wood and then you use your pocket knife. and you That's take called whittling out of it. Yeah, that's the one I do. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah. I picture you out on your back porch whittling no, every night. No, you make butt mm-hmm. plugs. That's what you make. <laughs> no, they're steaks don't, for vampires. Don't use wood for butt <laughs> plugs. Should not. Why? Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, it changes everything. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, it's you. You know that you don't know a lot, and so you try to learn. And as you learn, you learn that you don't. You you know less than you thought you knew. Heck yes, and it's but it's still amazing because I'm I feel myself over the last several months just like my abilities have I've I'm getting better right at, at just doing the simple stuff. Howie's way better at me, way better than me at literally all of this. But philosophically, I feel like I can say the thing about woodworking and a lot of different like hobbies, yes. craft hobbies and stuff like that. Is like you get into it because you want to do a thing, but then you realize that's not about the thing. Yeah, right. It's about it's literally the friends you make along the way. No, it's yeah. it's literally <laughs> what you're learning, and you don't even have like maybe a plan to use that later. But you are like, I've got this extra tool in my brain yeah. now. Well, and I think that goes along with anything that you're learning, like. You may learn this bit of knowledge that you may think, oh, I'm just going to store that. I may never use it. But then it comes, in, it comes into play that yep. maybe you're like, oh, I, I, if I think about it from this perspective now, because I've learned this thing, I can now alter the way I was thinking oh, about yeah. doing something. Oh, yeah. Me at a garage sale years ago, finding, finding a, 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 um, a routing table with no router. Little mini routing, a little aluminum yeah. routing table. And I'm like, oh, this guy only wants six bucks for this. I'm going to buy it. I don't have a router. And I remember, oh, wait, I bought a trim router at Harbor Freight like 10 years ago, and I've never used it. <laughs> oh, it's broken. Okay, I'm going to 3D print a thing to make it mount to the, the router table. All right, I've got it. I have nothing to route at all. <laughs> but the first time that the means. first time that I did, I felt like a badass. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, That's, I was ready, baby. That is on my, on my want list is a uh, different router. Different router. Different there, router. Garrett. <laughs> it's not a butt plug router that you use. No, yeah. it, it, it's it not wireless or anything. I got the internet's router. Yeah. <laughs> your internet goes through your butt? Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm impressed. Wi-Fi, yeah. baby. Yeah. Butt fi. Butt fi. Butt fi. His, his limbs are the antenna. Yeah. So I'm actually almost complete with... I stick my. I didn't know this term beforehand, but now I do. I'm almost complete with cabinet carcasses. Holy balls! I have never heard that. Yeah, that's you made that up. The inside of the cabinet, this is one like of the, the framing, that, the framing of the cabinet. It's called the carcass. Make them sound smart. And then I feel you, like they should call it the skeleton because the carcass is what's left behind. It's what they call it yeah. is a carcass. All right, let's. Change. And then you have terrible. a face frame. <laughs> Not all cabinets have face frames, though. Uh-huh. Why don't they call it the cabinet outside? 
<laughs> yeah, I, well, that's because that they be the change well, you want. Are they Garrick. the Audi or the the Inny, Garrick? Well, your your Audi likes to smile at sunset. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your Audi <laughs> makes people laugh. Oh my goodness, that's a great show. <laughs> um, How do we get Se- it? No, no, okay, S- got him. Um, but it, 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 so like when I get this done. One your cabinets, yeah. Well, it's going to be the sense of pride, right? That yeah. you've accomplished this task. Yep. Until they fall apart. Until they fall apart. Yeah. Uh, also, when you feel you've, the depth of I'm your saving shame. tons of money. Mm-hmm. If I had someone come in and do custom cabinets, it would have been a heck of a lot more money. And here's the thing: no matter what, no matter how good of a job you do or not. It will still be better than the dude who owned your house before you. <laughs> That's true. You'll yes. always have that. Yes. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, the you know the the moral of the story is get a hobby. And get one hobby. one that you enjoy. Yeah. The process of not just the results of. Because I have a lot of things where I yeah. enjoy the results of. Because I, I'm unfortunately I'm one of those jack of all trades, master of none people. I have a lot of things I can do poorly <laughs> and but the results are always like yay but it's work but it, it's work to get there so it, yeah you, you stress don't stress necess- about it. you don't necessarily want to get started you're not motivated to get started once you get started you're like okay cool yeah. blah 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 it's done. like it's like yay. the golf cart the golf cart stresses yeah. me out trying to get that damn thing started which still hasn't happened yeah that is a stressor but when i get those you know making that little tool rack and stuff like yeah. that that's just relaxing well too. that's the thing i found with this is it, you know it, it hasn't been up until recently where i've realized because I'm I'm cutting these grooves mm-hmm. in this plywood so I can slide the back panel in, and before it, like that kind of stressed me out. Freak, you know, getting everything lined up. Yep. But I'm sitting here taking my time and doing it. And I'm like, oh, this is relaxing. I'm like getting kind of hyper focused in on it, mm-hmm. and and it, more recently was when I realized that yeah, this is a thing that I just enjoy doing to get away from the world. And focus on you know crafting something with my hands. There you go, man. Yep, I'm inspired. I want to go work on stuff right now. Yes. <laughs> Although, also, I think for now we should call that hyper focus woodland. Woodland. Yep. It's like you took your woodland. I, woodlin. I like took my woodland. Yep. And wood make together. <laughs> Riddlin and wood. Yeah, woodland, bro. Woodland. <laughs> Take your woodland. <laughs> I'd explain it. If we still did clever episode it. names, that would be it. Or <laughs> Woodrall. Oh yeah, get a little Woodrall. Oh, like Adderall. Yeah. 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 Or or a wood cane, <laughs> like <laughs> like cocaine guys. Oh, cocaine! Oh, oh, I see. Oh, what a what a what a cocaine. Ange, what a marana. Ange sawdust. Sawjel dust. Keep keep trying. You get, you're getting there. Angel dust. But yeah, it's 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 amazing how you get started on this. Pine you, CP. You realize all the things that you need Nailed to do it. before you can actually get to the thing you need to do. Yeah, it's a puzzle. I was multiple times a week trying to empty out sawdust from oh, my yeah, shop vac. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm wasting so much time you doing. You can this. clean up cat pee with that. Yeah. And make some oh, kick-ass fire starters. I've got a big bag of sawdust if anybody needs it. Dude, let's, yeah. I've got a little bit myself, but like I have 
aspirations about making a bunch we, of fire starter because I go through it, got like it crazy at the camp. We got it. I got it. I mean, like, you know, those uh, industrial or contractor uh, garbage bags, garbage bags, oh, like yeah. half full of sawdust right now. Heck yeah. I always just want to roll around in it because I know it smells good because you're using a lot of hardwood. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> Mike and wow. his his whole Metallica, Metallica, his Metallica mindset over there. Metallural. What's, what Metallica song you been listening to, Mike? <laughs> I understand you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been it. doing too much lately, so okay. I decided to download a new game. <gasps> Mike's playing a game. <laughs> I don't, I don't, he, knows, he knows what I'm gonna say. <laughs> what in the Hades? <laughs> Corey already knows where I'm going. Yeah. Candy Crush. I did not expect it to come <laughs> up crush. for this episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't play much video games. I'm I'm on the Fortnite right now. That's fine for me. I still play a little Pokemon. That's yeah, I I'm slow. Wait, going. which one? Got red? Go. Pokemon Go. Yellow, the Go. Green. Oh, and oh. all that. Diamond Sapphire. My brother, wa- our Her? brother, my son wants Pokemon. me to play all that stuff, but no, just the Pokemon Go. That's where the real it's an easy one. Born. It's an easy one. Go ahead, play Pokemon at. Yellow. No, man, I I, down, hair your I downloaded some PUBG, man. <laughs> oh dear you goodness! I played PUBG the other night, and I see that Mike is logged into PUBG, and I'm like, who? Because up until this uh, last week, I haven't played PUBG in over a year. People still play that game? Yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I did it, and and I was like, ah, I'll just dip my toe into a different water, and it can't be uh, that different from. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, I get in there. I'm a controller guy, hand controller. So the first thing right away is like, oh, man, this doesn't. Yeah, no, hand this controller is great. This man, game doesn't allow guy. babies. <laughs> no, no it does not. Game. So I'm like, it I'm like, not. okay, Corey, I'll take your prompting and I'll try to play with a fucking keyboard. <laughs> so I've been, I've been trying, trying to retrain myself. I, I mean, I used to PC game all the time when I was younger, but and keyboard and everything else, but I just. I don't know. I, when, once I and I blame you. You're the one that told me I could plug in my Xbox controllers and use them in my PC. I'm you like, can in oh, Fortnite, but cool. not in real games. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, if, I, if, PUBG's I'm, a real game. I'm saying it facetiously. <laughs> okay. If you, most games, let, let's just put it this way: if you can get yourself to retrain yourself and play <sighs> PUBG with a keyboard or, and mouse or yeah. any game. Well, then, well, if he actually does it, then you will want to play Fortnite and everything yeah, else. Way. Like it, it, know. it literally it is, is night superior. And night and day difference. I know, I know it. I know it is just from a targeting standpoint. I yeah, cannot I aim. aim I can't aim at all yeah. with the, the only with way the, I can aim with twin sticks is to strafe shoot. Like yeah. basically, I can dial. I can't do all direction once, but I can dial in vertically and then strafe shoot. Using my movement, mm-hmm. uh, foot movement, not right. aiming at gotcha. all. Like it has to be, and I learned that back in the Goldeneye Solitaire mode. Gotcha. Uh, and it's been that way ever since. But yeah. no, no, <laughs> he's a mouse, like a goddamn gentleman. <laughs> so like we'll see. Tell- we'll see if I get anywhere with this. Probably not. I want. I- to I'll play tell you what. PUBG with you so bad. No, I'm no, like Jack Black no, stop. yelling. I want to party with you at Neil Diamond. It's not gonna happen. And Do it, Silverman. No. <laughs> you guys bag on me enough in Fortnite. I'm no, not- no, 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 <laughs> no. You don't understand. You. you don't understand how Mike doesn't like us anymore. I don't want to say entertaining. It would be for us. You don't understand how. PUBG is a different animal 
PUBG is a punishing bastard of a game because it's mm-hmm. old enough that there are two types of people who play it, cheaters and people who aren't people because they're bots. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, a good example and is, okay, you know, who's still around. this season in Fortnite, it's significantly more difficult to get, a, to get a win. Yeah, yeah. that's that's true. With Actually, the no build that's mode, so nor- far. yeah, that is the norm in PUBG. Yes. Sure. So, although that's true, this is the really weird thing. So, I've played PUBG three nights this season, and I've not played it in over a year, like a year and a half, maybe more. And there was a couple seasons where I actually played and had the season pass and stuff like that. But since we started, like Garrick, me, and Josh from Kokomo have played i've gotten way more chicken dinners which is a royale in PUBG, than i have gotten royales in fortnite this season like and and to me that's unpredictable and weird mm-hmm. um now i don't know if it's because we didn't play for so long that the matchmaking is just being forgiving because <laughs> my understanding yeah. is there's not really enough players go, to have dogs. actual matchmaking yeah. i mean it's free to play so there seems to be an influx of crappier players now that might be part of it sure but there's also still like oh i just got headshotted and never had a chance to react and i i've, I've been looting for 25 minutes and i'm now just dead like that's, <laughs> that's still why, a thing in PUBG. that's why i stopped playing because yeah you would you would you it would happened. spend 25 loot, minutes loot, loot, looting loot, and then and then you, you don't even see action you're just dead yeah <laughs> Yeah, it, that's why we love it. Oh, it's it's not that way all the time, but I will say this: when Howie tried the game, we had a string of that. Yeah, and so Howie literally got the worst of it. But I'm not going to say Howie has a bad interpretation of what it's really like <laughs> because it's still kind of that way sometimes. But at the same time, we also had a, a win the other night. <laughs> Where none of us fired a shot for 30 minutes, but we knew where everybody was fighting down to the very end. And like Garrick, me and Josh were like, all right, let's fan out. Garrick, Josh we we know where the fighting is. There's a Thank fence you. around it. Let's cover the exits. I'm going to hide behind this wheel. I got the right exit. All right, Garrick, you're up there. You got the center exit. Josh, you're over there covering like anything else where they might come out and we hear the gunfire and it's down to the last team. And Garrick fires a shot and we won. <laughs> he shot kill, baby. He didn't even do a hundred damage. The guy was hurting Already because dead. he just took on everyone else in the map. He was limping around was, the corner, going, oh, leaving oh. a trail of blood, holding and, his guts into his tummy. Afterwards, it shows the stats, and it's like me zero damage, zero hits, zero kills. Josh, zero damage, zero hits, zero kills. Garrick. 90 damage, one kill, and we won. And we thought that was awesome. Well, that is awesome. Because, I mean, it's a great story. Well, I mean, because we're playing it strategically. Whereas in Fortnite, it's like, I want to murder some fools. I want to set people on fire. See, and, you know, that's how I play Fortnite. Right. No, that's yeah, in, in PUBG. You set your own team on fire. In PUBG, we're like, all right, all right, here's a strategy. Like, not a lot more, but enough more that when it works out like that, even though we all we did was wander around the map most of the time, it ended up being a lot of fun. Yeah. Like it's fun. Yeah. It's a different kind. <laughs> I want to play PUBG with you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like I want to be there the first time you get out of a moving vehicle because you forget the physics. Because <laughs> you don't know how many times we did that. We were yeah. like, oh, this vehicle's slowing down. We hop out and we're immediately down. <laughs> <laughs> like oh wait yeah i should probably like, stop oh, the vehicle. this isn't fortnite yeah like but back then we didn't even well, have, was, we weren't even playing fortnite we're just stupid fortnite yeah. we were just dumb 
<laughs> I gotta stop the vehicle first. It, yeah. <laughs> it told me to push F to stop healing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, it doesn't yeah, work. Dude. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. anyway, yeah, that's my boring life. Well, I'm glad that I was able to walk you through your docket. <laughs> um I watched a documentary today. Okay. Ooh. I'm sorry. I watched Jacko. I did. Uh and the reason why I watched this documentary was because when Will Smith slapped the crap out of Chris <laughs> Rock, <laughs> I realized that nobody was listening to Questlove oh, receiving an award for best documentary. Aww. And I love Aww. Questlove. I don't Quest, know who Questlove is. You don't know who Questlove is? No, I don't either. You, don't, you brothers don't know? No. You don't know Questlove? Questlove, to put it simplest. Well, the name sounds dumb to me. Is yeah, but if you, I agree, like a, but if like you know a dude, the dude named Q-Tip and a guy named Questlove a, is Jimmy cool Fallon's Jimmy Fallon's band leader. The dude says, oh, oh, I, yeah, 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 I know who he is. That's Questlove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I love Questlove. I feel like Questlove is one of the most talented, yeah, he's great. brilliant, intelligent, Only- accessible people in all of famous, in all of famedom. He is, I feel like anybody who follows Questlove in any way could find a way to relate to Questlove. I feel like he is a, he is one of those like, he bridges gaps. He bridges, yeah. Yeah, and and see, and this is a perfect example. He so, transcends humanity. I, what mm-hmm. Garrick, look up the full title for me, but it's a uh, summer of uh, summer of soul. Look up the full summer title for me. Summer of quick. soul. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm typing. Uh, I'm uh, soul. Uh, talk while you're talking. Talk while you're talking. He won best documentary for Summer of Soul, but it's got a long title. It's like Summer of Soul or the something or we couldn't when be televised. The revolution could not be televised. Right. So that's the name of the documentary. It is about a uh, a cultural music festival in Harlem that took place in 1969 that <laughs> nice. was completely, the whole thing was filmed, and then it went into a basement for 50 years. Wow. Wow. And no one ever saw an ounce of footage. Huh. How do you dig it up? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't read up on it, because like I said, I just watched it today, but somebody found the footage, right? Mm-hmm. Or brought it to light. And I believe he actually attended the festival when he was like five years old or something like that. Oh, like wow. Questlove's older than I realized. Mm-hmm. Um, or and he interviews people, same kind of thing. And there's a couple of cut, touching moments in it. And you actually hear Questlove asking the questions. Like he he was the director. Mm-hmm. Questlove directed this. And um, there are people who attended this touch tone event that was completely washed from history. That it's almost like it didn't happen. Like it's almost like they made it up in their minds and they are watching, you're seeing them watch the footage for the first time since they were younger mm-hmm. and you're seeing their emotional reactions because here they've had this thing that they know happened. They knew it was huge and they knew it was a big deal, but no one else yeah, had any idea. So it, it's, it's almost like that thing that you finally go, yes, this, th- thank you. You know, that, that, that confirmation, that affirmation that you get after decades, mm-hmm. you know, and and I can only kind of like I I can't empathize so much as sympathize, but I watch this and like, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I am not the target demographic for this film necessarily, but the film's done so brilliantly that there isn't just one demographic. I mean, there's a there's points where they're like up playing violence against white people and stuff like that. I wasn't around in '69. I enjoy certain degrees of privilege. Nice. Not, <laughs> can't resist. What? Uh, and all that, but like at the same time, I'm watching this and, and, and to some degree I'm understanding better than I did before. And not only that, 
I love all this damn music, all this soul and gospel from back then. That is my jam. That's my style. So I'm loving this music that they're showing all this footage of and these, um, and then the emotions of these interviews. But I'm also getting this perspective on like, what was the different temperatures of people in Harlem in the 60s, late 60s? You know, you even get like, you know, and, and they get into like the, 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 the Spanish Harlem stuff. You get a little Lin-Manuel Miranda and I think his dad or really older brother in there a little bit too, because they had like a lot of the Puerto Rican jazz sounds and stuff come out and the funk. I mean, you got everything from like, I mean, like literally gospel singing groups and choirs. Were they in there? Metallica Metallica was not in there. (laughs) Uh, Sly and the family stone, which is actually really impressive. Mm -hmm. Stevie wonder. Oh, I love me some Stevie. How you know, I love me some Stevie. Yep. Like, like, and Stevie was, and Stevie was in it as well. Like it wasn't just the the footage of him, but he was in the doc and like getting all these perspectives on, you know, this is like right when like, okay, the black Panthers did security for them because the New oh, York wow. police department didn't want to, hmm. but a couple days in, cause they did this like consecutive Saturdays for several weeks. Hmm. This is a big deal. Um, the, the police did have a presence. They're like, all right, we should probably show. But it was the Black Panthers were officially the security force Mm. of this. And I'm going to tell you what, like, I freaking love this documentary just because the music, a little bit of perspective expansion for me, you know, on the on the things back then, Mm -hmm. like people that I love, like Stevie and Gladys Knight. And stuff like that, uh, like more appreciation for slide. The Fifth Dimension showing up and them talking like a couple of them were still alive, watching their performance back then for the first time ever. And they're getting emotional and they're talking about how we came out of Missouri and everybody thought we were white until they saw our album cover. And they're like, what? Like nobody even knew they were black and they were going up and performing in front of those like 40,000 people in this park in Harlem. And they wanted they wanted, you know, they were talking about how sound doesn't have color. You know, like, yeah, we might sound white, but, you know, we're going to get up and do a couple songs, but then we're also going to do, you know, Aquarius, which starts off white and then gets straight up gospel black when you get to win sunshine, you let the sunshine in. And like, you see it happening. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. The 40 year old virgin. Like it is, it was really neat because this is, this was a big deal and you can see it in the faces. I mean, you literally got dudes climbing trees like they're freaking Zacchaeus just so they can see yeah, better. Right. And you got you, you got artists like going, oh, what's up, brother in the tree? You know what I mean? So like B.B. Like King out there. Oh, oh like there is this is this was a badass music festival front mm-hmm. to finish. So uh, 69, right? That's funny. Though. 1969. Nice. Almost got lost to the to the ages. Got completely lost. But now, because resurrected, yeah, yeah, resurrected and brought back, awesome. and it's great, and I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I loved it for the music. I loved it for the message. I loved it for the personal experiences of the people in it. And I don't know, y'all. I'm telling you, I, and all because I was mad that qu- nobody listened to Quest Love get his Oscar. Summer of Love, Summer of Soul, Summer of Soul. Colin, so, all the, the revolution could not be televised. Because you know Questlove's going to put a like a parentheses long title on there because he's it's Questlove. He knows us. He understands. Well, he he's also likes anime, so yeah. I'm not oh, surprised by. I that. love this. I guy. have no idea if he does or not. He's that is a multicultural dude. And go back and watch the footage from the Oscars. His mom bawling her eyes out oh, from yeah. the crowd. He took his mom as his date because he's that's, awesome. Now after the story and all that you said, I do feel bad that. Well, I mean. I, Will Smith fooled up. I, I mean, know, he lost it, right? but it was a dick move. That was a dick move. 
<laughs> a huge dick move. <laughs> yeah, I guess you don't even think about it. You just think of the incident itself. But yeah, it affected the person coming up, getting his award, you know, his, yeah. his record. And it's Questlove. Right Who doesn't love Questlove? If you don't know Questlove, go learn so you can love because Questlove is love. I love Questlove. I'm not kidding. He's one of my favorites. It's in his name. One of my favorite musicians and media fame personality celebrity people. That guy just seems cool in anything. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll shut up. Uh, who else got something? Well, shut I up. have um, something I Uh-oh. want to watch with, with all you guys. Oh, and maybe maybe even <laughs> no, maybe even our Discord friends. Ooh, oh, oh, it's Watch called Velocipaster. Uh, oh lord, <laughs> yeah. yes, I saw the post. Tell me more, Velocipaster. Tell me more. Tell I don't know more. much more like, than does he have the some name. Claws. <laughs> it, the name and the movie poster. It sounds horribly, awfully, terribly amazing. Sounds like the room would be better. Velocipaster, <laughs> a movie made off someone accidentally stumbled when they were talking. Well, I did see, I saw <laughs> someone sci-fi original. I saw someone bringing it up, and they were watching it on Amazon. Oh, it's on Prime or just Prime. rental? It is on Prime. I think so. Yes. If it's on Prime, it could be a watch party. Then they Let's they fire. cut to a someone. Uh, there was an explosion in a car, and when they cut to the explosion, it says. You know, before they actually put the effects in, they say effect, you know, effects of car explosion or fire or whatever. <laughs> oh, that's how not finished it is? Enter effect here. So, yeah, awesome. I'm thinking this is, might be some amazing, amazing watch. Here's, here's, the, uh, here's the summary. The plot follows Pastor Doug Jones. Wait, Doug Jones, Wait, Doug Jones the guy in Star Trek Discovery? <laughs> I guess who becomes infected by an artifact resulting in, in him <laughs> turning into Dinosaur. a velociraptor right. when he becomes angry. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot to think about there. Clever girl. <laughs> Don't make me angry. <laughs> At first horrified by his new power, a prostitute convinces him to use it to fight crime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, fight crime. And ninjas. Nice. <laughs> Bless her. <laughs> the uh, the tagline is a man of the claw. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you can't tell me that this has to. Yeah, we have to watch. This. I'm just. Well, I'm going to ruin I'm, it for you right now. I but I believe like- there's a Velocipaster too. The thing is, this is yes. labeled though. He's not a pastor. He's a priest. <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed. No, priests can be pastors. Be a Velasa priest. No, priests can be bo- a priest can pastor. A, yes, correct. Priests have different roles. It. Some priests right. are pastors. Some priests is, is have pastor different- a noun or a verb in this? It's it's thing. a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dinosaur. I'm looking for authenticity. <laughs> a dinosaur. My concern with watch parties is if you watch a movie that knows it's terrible. It's not as enjoyable as a movie that doesn't know it's terrible. Do you know there's a Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ Christ Vampire Vampire Hunter Hunter is at the top of the list of what I'm describing. (laughs) Because I tried to do a bad movie night with Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter and everyone poo-pooed it. This is before we ever did that. That's because you picked it. But it was... It was Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Come on. The name is so much better. If it's on Prime... (laughs) 
I don't know that it can be avoided. We might have to. <laughs> Velocipad. It's on Prime. Fight some crime. It's on Prime. Velocipad. So you, have you confirmed it's on Prime? It is on Prime. Yeah. Oh my god! Woo! What are we getting into? <laughs> no. I just hope. I hope the like when he turns into a raptor, he just like screeches out random Bible <laughs> verses before he slaughters people. <laughs> You know. Just like Jesus would have wanted. Yeah, just like, <laughs> like the Lord intended. <laughs> oh. Looks like I'm going to catch the thing is, claw. I knew that Mike would be involved or be be like all in. Yeah, I'm pretty. And, and Garrick, of course, you know, this is up. If it's sacrilegious, Garrick's right. It's, up it's, right. it's yeah. right up Garrick's alley. I, I live in that shit. So. <laughs> 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 and we can't not uh, we have to listen to mike cackle, know, cackle yeah. so we have to hear the hawkeye pierce laugh throughout some velocipaster velocipaster that might be the one. Oh my gosh <laughs> oh yes it's the mm. that's a good one to end on i guess so. yeah. i can't guess top so. that well, we'll uh, let you know on the Discord if we schedule a Velocipaster viewing for you to join us. Once you've given us a nice little review wherever you get the podcast, go to betterkind.com, join us on Discord to find out more about if and when Fly Casual will do a Velocipaster watch party and what that means. We all jump into a Discord voice channel. Uh, we pick a time ahead of time. And we all jump in and we watch the movie together and everybody can talk and make comments and make fun and laugh and have a good time with us and you. Uh, it's it's fun for us. It's more fun with you uh, to join us because we, we've done it before. Yes, you. And what was the last one we did? I forget. Was it? We've done three, haven't we? We did Indiana Jones three. We did, yeah. uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Skull. That one's all right. And then we did, what was the sci-fi one that wasn't Flight of the Navigator? Black Hole. That was fun. Flight of the Navigator, though, that's hard to beat. We had a good time with Flight of the Navigator. that was a good one. That was a really fun one. A lot of people on and and it wasn't until I was watching it and trying to make fun of it with a group of people that I realized how that kid's hair gets longer and shorter and longer and shorter. Every scene, uh, his hair changes. But honestly, yeah, join us on Discord. We'd love to have you there uh, for all the fun. In the meantime, it's time to wrap this mother up. Yeah, it is. I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Nighty night. Over there's Howie. I'm Howie. Over there's Garrick. So I got a little interesting fact for you guys. Oh, we are jelly. I want fact. I want fact. I want fact. Give me fact. I'm gonna have to yell it over the music. Fact. Fact. Oh, I can't. It's my voice. Howie's not gonna hit stop until you share your fact. Here's the fact for those who are still listening. So in the Middle Ages, they used to hang people upside down, connect a tube to their ass to their mouth. And you know what they called this torture method? The human centipede? Metallica. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it! (laughs) Wow. That just happened. (laughs) I worked for that one.